Next on BYU Sports Nation, twas the night before football, and all through the studio, confetti will go kablooey Oh, The countdown to BYU football <laughs> ends today. Which quarterback will have the greatest impact on tomorrow's game, and which Cougar had the best night in the NFL last night? Plus, we go one-on-one with BYU running back Bryant Squally Canada, why he fears nothing at Arizona. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by... The BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Friday, perhaps the happiest Friday of the year. Game day, baby. Let's go. And we wore a similar-looking polo. It's I okay. Just, I just realized. I don't even care. I would have changed. I don't even care. Maybe I'll no, change. It's different the break. enough. Yours has stripes on the sleeves. Don't worry about it. It's August thirty first. Major difference. And it's game day eve. Wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Studio B cleanup crewman Jerem Jordan. Let's just say it's going to get messy today. <laughs> this is the fourth year in a row we're going to do this. It's going to get messy. Yes. Yes. Well, we brought the white polo, so everything will pop on screen, right? Yes, that's why. Uh-huh. Here's what we've got in store for you today. Another loaded show. I go one-on-one with Squally Canada in about 15 minutes. Why he is more confident than ever in his offensive line. Going for two is back, yes, Jerem. Yes, Let's go. Let's go. I need some redemption. I lost last year. And we'll debut a brand new song from the National Parks with their lead singer, Brady Parks, in studio. Yeah. Well, I, I am confused by one thing right now. Why Jason, Lauren, and Brian are here, that can mean only one thing. Brian, why are you wearing your football helmet? <laughs> He's always ready. There is, a, there, there is an explanation. Hit it. Cougars in the draft. <laughs> Cougars in the draft. <laughs> What, Jason, what, Jason no, what what did you do? I did what, nothing. What, what did we, you do? Try Let's try it again. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> Countdown. Okay, oh, wow. there we yeah. go. One, One day, day away. away. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Game day, baby. And we ain't cleaning this up. <laughs> Brian Logan's here. What's up, Brian? Yeah, let's I'm not, go. I'm not, you have a helmet on. Let's I don't. go, man. All right. That was, that was, uh, that was a disaster. In more ways than one. You'll never forget that. Wow. Let's play, just hope play the BYU saxophone, Jeremy. Yeah, hit the saxophone. Don, hit it. Let's go. Don, hit it. You hit it twice a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, my let's goodness. Just hope, let's just hope Live the BYU TV. offense executes better Live than that. Live TV. Thank right? you, Brian Logan. Thank yeah. you, Jason Shepard. Thank you, Lauren McClain. Thank you. For gracing now, us with your presence now, now and helping just, with the confetti mess. Here. We'll keep this here, Brian. I'll wear the it The countdown later. gets more and more interesting every year. Interesting's the word for it. <laughs> we now present today's top stories across BY Sports Nation. <laughs> oh, get it together. Woo! Get it together. Why? Who cares? All right, let's not. We are one day away from BYU football if you missed all of that. That's what we were trying how could, how to get you? out there. How could you? The BYU football team travels to Arizona today. They're on the way, baby. 
coverage of tomorrow's game starts at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV with Countdown to Kickoff, episode number one, Jerem. Cougars leaving three and a half hours from the Provo Airport. Cougars in the NFL had an amazing night in exhibition play. Listen to this. Saints quarterback Taysom Hill threw for 159 yards and a touchdown as well as 31 rushing yards on three carries. The Ravens trio were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Kainakua had a pick six. Robertson Daniel, new on the team this week, had an interception. And Bronson Kafusi had 10 tackles, including two sacks. Jordan Leslie had 70 yards receiving and a touchdown for the Broncos. And Colts defensive lineman Tomasi Laulile had a sack. Yes, it's the wow. Baltimore Cougars, Jerem. Yeah, yes, it is. Ravenclaw! Tell Eric Weddle that. Ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball taking care of business against West Virginia. They swept the Mountaineers in their first match of the Nike Invitational. The Cougars face top-ranked Stanford tonight in Game 2 of the BYU-Nike Invite. You can watch that live on BYU TV at 9 Eastern. Another matchup with number 1 Stanford. How about that? And the women's soccer team lost to top-ranked Stanford 2-0 last night. Cougars host Idaho State Saturday, 9 Eastern on the W.TV. All rise and shout. Energy is clearly high. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. That's my quarterback. Perhaps there is no more intrigue in this season-opening game between BYU and Arizona as far as individual performers go than the two quarterbacks for BYU and Arizona. Heisman Trophy contender Khalil Tate for the Wildcats and Tanner Mangum hoping to reestablish the glory of his freshman year back in the saddle as a senior for BYU. Jerem, in game number one, which quarterback will have the greatest impact on Saturday's outcome. Khalil Tate, to me, is the clear answer here. Uh, first Pac-12 quarterback with 1,000 yards rushing, took over in October, went 4-0, lost the last three games, looked a little vulnerable. But he is a home run hitter every single play. There's no more dynamic running quarterback in the country than Khalil Tate. So I'm interested to see how BYU defends him. Now, unless Tanner Mangum throws a bunch of interceptions or something, just turns it over a ton, that could have a huge impact on the game. But to me, the answer is Khalil Tate. Yes. He is really stinking good. The clear answer is Khalil Tate. And how about you just marinate on this for a little bit? Because of his banged-up, questioned uh, offensive line. Some confetti just came it's down. It's going to so happen the entire so show. It it's going to happen the entire show. <laughs> because of his banged-up, questioned offensive line, he's going he's gonna to take it on his shoulders to do more. His skill set is set up to dominate a game with his feet and his arm and Not extend as much plays. with his arm. Well, Kevin Sumlin notably has tried to expand that part of Khalil Tate's repertoire, okay? Right, and he threw five touchdowns in their bowl game and lost. The issue last year wasn't uh, with Arizona was that the defense just gave up too many points. Just by nature of who he is as a quarterback and how dynamic he is, he is going to shoulder a lot of what Arizona does offensively. Tanner Mangum's not going to be asked to do as much as Khalil Tate. So it's going to be that depends hard. What the score is. It's going to be hard for a guy like Tanner Mangum to have more of an impact on this game than a Heisman Trophy contender. Well, Tanner Mangum could if Tanner Mangum throws for an efficient 200 and two touchdowns and doesn't really turn it over, he could perhaps have a bigger impact. What if Khalil Tate coughs it up, throws a pick? Like Well, you could Tate, say that turnovers Tate, will create that bigger turnover, impact. Turnovers could could be the difference. So whoever right. maybe makes the most mistakes, has right. the biggest impact in this I, game. I get a feeling that BYU is not going to force the issue as much, like push it. Nor should they. Right. 
And they typically don't. We'll address that in just a moment, like the the woes in season openers with new OCs. But it it is a new uh, coaching staff for Arizona as well. They got rid of everybody but Marcel Yates, the defensive coordinator, basically. So it is a new staff, new new game, season opener. There's a lot of new here, a lot of unknown. The most known thing is that Khalil Tate is good. I hope Tanner Mangum can hand the ball off to his running backs behind that offensive line a lot and that the running game can have a significant impact so that Tanner Mangum doesn't have to shoulder as much as he might have done in the past. Give it up to your playmakers. Don't put it all on Tanner Mangum. That suits BYU better against Arizona. Traditionally, as mentioned, it's a struggle for the Cougars in a season opener with a new offensive coordinator. Since 2005, BYU's played four games like that, scoring an average of 12.8 games. And if you don't count Kyle Van Noy's, uh strip sack fumble touchdown against Ole Miss, it's Elf. 11. With a high of 18. BYU hasn't scored more than 18 in those four. So will BYU score more or less than, say, 16 points? BYU will score more than 16 points, but I don't think it's a ton more. Mm. I expect BYU to put up... 20, 21, somewhere in that range against Arizona. It just, as much as my heart wants to say, no, no, it's going to be different this year, Spencer. BYU's offense is going to look amazing in game number one. <laughs> They're going to go for 35-plus. They're going to blow you away. I, I just, there's too much history there, and it's, and it's not just BYU. You look at most teams with new offensive coordinators in year one, debuting a new offense, it's just slow out of the gate. That's how it typically goes. Like 90% of the time, it's not going to be this incredible offensive performance. What's incredible? Like, yeah, if like you're BYU for scoring se- 70 against looking- a horrible two-lane team well, in 2001. Well, if you have a third-round quarterback pick and a seventh-round Doak Walker award-winning running back, I think you should expect okay, 70 well, BYU had BYU but- had two NFL – they had an NFL backfield against Arizona two years ago, and they scored yeah. 18 points. The offense stunk. Um, the offense stunk. Like they were so conservative, didn't push it down the field. Well, I don't think well, I don't want to get excited is, about a play action pass for twelve years. I don't think BYU is going to be <laughs> ultra aggressive. I think that they will lean on the conservative side, and I think they should eh. in the run game a lot. There, there was some uh, exploit that advantage in the trenches. I expect some some kind of random fun plays at times. We saw some of those in practice. Not, not saying those won't I happen. Think we'll, I think we'll see a couple of the those. The majority, I think, should be conservative underneath routes if you're going to throw. Just So what BYU plays. is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> BYU, I think, will score 20 to 21 points. My heart wants to say 30 well, plus. Do you but, think Arizona is going to score more than that? This is a potent offense, man. I'm, I'm nervous about that part. I think BYU will score more than 16. I'm with you. I think it's in the low 20s. Okay. I'm hoping it's more. Um, the key is whether BYU's offensive line can dominate this game or not. And, and can the defense of the Cougars quell Tate and the offense for Arizona? Because this is an Arizona team that put up 41 a game last year. And they return like a lot of those pieces, except for the O lines. Really, uh, that's a big. That's a really big exception, right? Up. Yeah. That's a big exception. Khalil Tate's going to have some big plays. Like he'll probably break off a 50 plus yard run and maybe throw a long touchdown pass. But if you can limit the big plays, like to two or three, then BYU's got a shot. And if they can, if they can just hold on to the ball for a long time, BYU led FBS in rushes of twenty plus allowed last year. Perhaps that defense shows up. All again. right, all right. Yeah, I think I think twenty or twenty one. You're going maybe a few more points than that. I, I don't know. Low twenties. Okay, uh, Jerem, this is always fun. What is your Sunday headline? Today, following the BYU football game. Desert Storm. 
whether that's BYU showing up and pulling off the upset as an 11.5-point underdog or Arizona just doing their thing at home. Here's my backup. Deja vu again. Uh (laughs) If Skylar Southam makes a field goal to win, deja vu again by a freshman kicker. Oh, Jake Oldroyd for the win. Yeah. If it comes down to a field goal, then I'm I'm good with that. Right now, BYU is an 11 and a half point underdog. So if the Cougars are on the opposite end of things. Then... <laughs> yeah. What paper in Vegas? BYU covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, desert storm. Well, deja vu to, to keep in line with what uh, you have teased me about incessantly at times. Um, no, I kid. But with how much we've discussed, what ta- what the 11 and a half point line. Oh, the 11. Joke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the Cougars cover, okay. The Cougars cover. The Cougars go. cover. Okay. Okay. So take it for what to go. take it for what you will. Maybe that means a win. Because no, no, if, if they win, in a if they win, if they win, they cover. Okay, I, I'm just saying the the Cougars cover. What do you mean? No one's putting a headline that involves some sort of betting thing in there. <laughs> These papers people, don't typically people do that. do that all the time. Yeah, man. What? <laughs> Discuss that at lunch. We don't have time for that one. Hey, last night was epic. It's the preseason, but it's time for the Cougars that are trying to make 53-man rosters to do so because the 90-man roster is cut down to 53 tomorrow. But which Cougar in the NFL had the most impressive night, in your opinion? Holy cow. This is a really hard question because there were like five different it guys awesome. that had amazing nights. I think the most memorable play, which probably will lean towards having the most impressive night, is Kai Nakua with the pick six. Mm. When he ripped that ball away, I think from the fullback of great the Redskins. Catch. Okay, so a, a great catch, but then he showed that he still has still got the nose it. for the he end zone. It. He was like, "Is this Boise State or what?" My favorite, my favorite moment is the first person there to congratulate him is Bronson Kafusi. So I'm like, "Yes, yes! two BYU guys celebrating a yes. pick six for the Ravens in the end zone," and then they cut to a camera of Eric Weddle and his yeah. super long our beard favorite close. Like, jumping up and down and celebrating. I Just the imagery of that was amazing. But I think Kainakua made the most impressive play, and so I'll give him the edge, you know, among just a group of outstanding performances last night. It was fun. Jordan Leslie had a touchdown. Yes. Taysom threw a touchdown. Yes. Robinson Daniel had a pick. I mean, there were all kinds of things. But Jordan hey. Leslie had the first touchdown catch by a former BYU receiver in NFL action preseason, albeit since Mitch Matthews caught a touchdown in preseason for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, he must be. <laughs> uh, if That's I, for you, Ben Bagley. If I just give one answer, it's Bronson Kafusi. Okay. He's a D lineman who had 10 tackles. Wow. 10 tackles. Wow. That's an incredible number for a safety, let the alone a lineman. Two sacks. Bronson Kafusi has been banged up. There's uh, a chance he doesn't make the roster. And in the, one of the final opportunities. Oh, me thinks he's going to make the he roster sh- now. He shows he should be on that team. So I. I'm really happy for Bronson Kafusi with that performance. Yeah, I think both Kai Nakua and Bronson Kafusi, I mean, because Kai's been consistent throughout camp as well. I think both of those guys have a great shot to make the roster. Bron- I think Bronson's on for sure. Yeah, and maybe it was eight tackles. Still incredible. Two sacks. Oh, so good. I don't know that Bronson's so on for sure. Maybe now he is. I don't know. But it depends on the D-line situation. We haven't even mentioned Taysom Hill's numbers. Yeah. I mean, No, we did in the headlines. Okay, in the headlines. Yeah. Sorry. In this conversation yeah. right now, like he – he was so good. He was, he was really good. So efficient. He's like, oh, Teddy Bridgewater, I see you. What's up? And here's something that I wanna I wanna put out there. Teddy Bridgewater had a massive, massive leg injury. This is not a long term so thing did for the Saints. Taysom Hill? This is not no. No. 
it was like doctors called Teddy Bridgewater's knee injury a war wound. Okay, they said it's one of the worst they've ever seen. A little dramatic for me. Well, they com- they compared. They said this it was, it like was whoa, awful. whoa, 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 whoa. This is not a long term thing for the Saints. This is a short term fix in case Drew Brees goes down, so that they can bring along Taysom Hill and give him more time while he's doing special teams. Like yes, his well, his conversion to bring him along quarterback long, is going to take a little bit longer because he does so many different things. But this this is just a temporary fix. This is a band aid fix at backup with Bridgewater, who is coming off just a crazy knee injury. It's not a long-term thing. I think it's a one-year, and then he's gone somewhere else. Just a thought. Just putting it out there. All right. Into the universe. Into the, the ether. Into the ether. <laughs> Wherever you are. Our question the of the of day. <laughs> what will Sunday's headline about BYU football be? Time to hear from you and go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At the name is B underscore Rad. Nice, Brad. On Twitter, Mangum Magic is back. Last second TD lifts Cougs over Wildcats. That'd be nice. Uh, let's not bank on Hail Marys, though. <laughs> like Those are so lucky well, when you get it. It doesn't have to be a Hail Mary, per yeah. se. Just, just the just, last second there you touchdown. Go. There you go. There you go. Uh, continued weigh-in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, Going for Two is back. Our picks are coming up later. Squally Canada is hoping for a big-time senior season. Why does he feel so confident this year compared to years previous, especially with the offensive line he's running behind? One-on-one with Squally Canada, the BYU running back, next. So happy the countdown's over. I can't even tell you how, how happy I am. Nice. Brian in his helmet. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Before a game is countdown to kickoff, join us Saturday at 9.30 Eastern for the season opener at Arizona live on BYU TV. And later in the program, we'll debut the new theme song for countdown to kickoff with the lead singer of the National Parks, Brady Park. Yeah. Great. We're going to show you the whole music Let's video. go. Live from Studio B, your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside the confetti-riddled Jerem Jordan. If you missed the show live <laughs> and you need it's to see the opening, man, you awesome. need to see the opening today. Just a, <laughs> Download just the pod. Messing, yeah, yeah. You said it, man. It's going to be a mess in here in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, you called it, man. I, did I say it in more ways than uh-huh. one? Uh-huh. No, I didn't you, know. You called it. You called it. Part. Download the podcast. Watch the show by going to BYUSN.com. Experience BYU Sports Party, Nation dude. whenever, wherever you we, want. We got an em- empty confetti uh, cannon over there. We don't even put it away. We're just like, we'll get don't it. Worry about it. Don't worry about we'll it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. You're the uh, cleanup crewman, so uh, your people will take care <laughs> I know of Lauren, it. Right? Yeah, Lauren threw one. I threw one. I think Brian <laughs> threw his away like a good soldier. What will Sunday's headline about BYU football be? That is our question of the day. Michael Sorensen adds this on Facebook. Cougars stun Wildcats 26-24. Interesting he went with that score. That was a BYU-Utah final score in 1998 or 9, I believe. He says, he continues, on a last-second Hail Mary from Tanner Mangum. Now, we, we don't want to rely on, on the Hail Mary factor, yeah. but a, uh, a win's a win. Yeah, I think we asked Mary twice, and we got one more than normal. So <laughs> okay. I don't think we can ask her again. Okay. For okay. How about a field goal, huh? How about a field goal to win 26-24? 
I'll take a win. I, I yeah, yeah, just win. Safety, two nothing, whatever. Hashtag BYUSN on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your Sunday headlines coming up. Uh, recently had the opportunity to go one-on-one with Squally Canada, who is now a senior. I can't believe that we are at this juncture again. It, it just He's here. This is his last hurrah. And he feels like this could be a special, special run behind his offensive line. One-on-one all-access with Squally Canada. Squally, you're a few days away from the first game of your senior year. Um, how would you describe your emotions as you approach game number one with Arizona? Uh, cool, calm, and collective. <laughs> Just ready to play. Excited to play. Now, it's a short flight to Tucson, so maybe that's a good sign of things to come? Yeah, man. Well, over the the, the summer, I was flying to Florida, so I got used to flying because them flights is, and those flights was terrible, too. So, <laughs> so our flight is, is going to be fine for me. Oh, this is all. That's all easy now, right? It's all. It's all downhill. <laughs> uh, when you think about what you want to execute and do on Saturday night against Arizona, um, how would you explain uh, a good, positive game plan from BYU football from the running game? Uh, well, from the running perspective, is just making sure as running backs that we have a hundred percent on our tracks to the ball and to the hole, and making sure we're fighting for that extra two. Coach, uh, Coach Stewart talked about. <clears throat> on contact, he wants us falling forward and fighting for every yard, and that's one of the things we want to do and execute this game. So if we can make sure we're clean on all our tracks and we're fighting for uh, yards after contact, that would be that would be beautiful. <laughs> the average size of your starting offensive line is roughly six five, three hundred five pounds. Um, how would you describe the offensive line you are running behind? Uh, I love those guys. I trust them. Um, I know they're going to get the job done. I know they're hungry to play. I know they're hungry to sit on somebody. So I know they're going to push those guys around, and, and it's, going to get, it's going to get real physical up front. And I'm, I'm excited for those guys, man, and we're going to have a fun time. It's going to be real fun for all of us. You've played for a handful of running backs coaches and a handful of offensive coordinators. How yeah. are Jeff Grimes and, in this instance, A.J. Stewart different, and, and how have they made you better? Um, They are very – how do I say technical? I think techni- technical is a really good word. They're precise in what they want, how they want it done, and they want it done to the exact down, to the, every blade of grass, every movement. And that has really helped me. Coach Coach Stewart has taught me a lot from pressing the hills, um, making sure I'm getting the ball in the correct hand because I always have a bad habit of just running with the ball in my right hand no matter which way I'm going. Um those things and making sure I'm going same foot, same shoulder. It's just brought me along since I've been in college. You know, I did two years of scout team. And my first half of college, I don't really have a coach. You know, on scout team, you just they put up some plays and you just do whatever the play says. But um, AJ's been a coach, Coach Stewart. <laughs> coach Stewart's been a really good influence on me, is, along with Coach Grimes. They're both positive influences. And they just they brought me up as a, as a person and as a football player. You clearly are one of the leaders in that running back's room. Uh, Lopini Katoa is a redshirt freshman, uh, but a lot of people are excited about what he brings to the table. So um, kind of compare and contrast your style, what you bring as a running back, to what Lopini Katoa brings. Um, I think we're similar in styles. Um, I, might, I might be a little bit more physical. I'm going to look for some more contact. Uh, I, don't call, I don't know how to pronounce it. Zach. I, mean, I just call him. I, or whatever you want. I call, I call him Zach. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach, he's, uh, he has really nice footwork. He's really smooth with his cuts. 
and um, he'll make you miss. And he has really great hands at the backfield. He can run great routes. He's just a uh, he's just an all around back. He can run, catch, block, and he does it proficient too. It's not like he's it's not like okay, yeah, he's average at running out the, at running routes at the backfield. No, he's he's great at all of those things, and I'm excited for him too. He's he's a little bit nervous, but I told him you know don't I'm telling him. Go out there and make plays. Don't think negative. Because when I thought negative, my first carry was a fumble. I was telling myself, don't fumble, don't fumble, and I end up fumbling. So I just tell him to go out there and make plays, make plays. So when you get in, you're going to make a play. And don't see yourself as, like, a backup or whatever. See yourself as a starting guy because you never know what could happen. So that's all my advice I'd be giving to Zach. I know you've taken a new approach and that you have tried some new things under the coordination of A.J. Stewart, and, and you're trying to do things that you've never done before. What are some of those things that you've done over the summer and through fall camp that you hadn't done in your previous three years? Um, I would, uh, I, well, one of them is just stepping up as a leader, first of all. You know, um, had Jamal here. He was, took in all of us. Um, last year was just kind of like nobody really wanted to step in. It was more me, me, me. This year, um, in the off season, I took that approach to be, you know what, football, this may be the last year for me. I don't know what the NFL may hold. You know, the NFL is tough. It's hard to get into. So my approach this year was more into be a team player, share all my knowledge with everybody in that room, and that's exactly what I did in the off season. I shared everything I know, gave them all my best advice I can to my f- full ability. And um, outside, of, outside of that, just being a leader, it's more of just picking up on the little details as far as the other team, like re- scouting Arizona with this coaching staff, with A.J. and Coach Stewart. Or Coach Stewart I keep calling him A.J. That's okay. <laughs> Coach Stewart, is, uh, he's, he, he brought it on to me to be more detailed in, in my film study watching for the little things, and that's something Grimes is wanting for all of us too. So that perspective of just as being a player and being more detailed in my film study, that's, that really goes a long way, and that's something that I lacked in the past. And I'm, I'm, I'm improved on that, and just as well as my pass blocking. He, Coach Stewart, man, just completely changed my pass pro, and I'm excited to you know pick up some blitzes and, and uh, showcase that skill. How does BYU's running attack up front match up with Arizona's defensive front? You know, I got a biased opinion because <laughs> I play running back. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to rush for a lot of yards. That's just that's that's me. I'm biased. And I believe in our running back core and I believe in the O-line core. So with me, I, I'm, I think we match up well. Uh, that's no disrespect to Arizona or anything. Those guys fight. They're, they're working hard as well, too. So, but... Just coming from a running back, of course I'm gonna say we're gonna we're gonna run the ball. You know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of yards. <laughs> now you just said you gave all of your best advice, best tips, uh, lessons that you've learned to the entire running backs group. So that includes guys like Riley Burt and yeah. Bo Hodge and mm-hmm. now Matt Hadley. What do you expect from those guys behind you and Lopini or Zach Katoa? Um, well, first off, it's just. You know, Bo came from quarterback, Matt came from defense, and I like competition. And it wasn't a fair competition if they don't know what's going on. So I, I even got to Matt's ear like, you know, I want to make this a, a competition for for everybody. It, it's going to make all of us better. But um, 
just what to expect from those guys. I expect those guys when they get in, I expect them to, to play hard and go 100%. I'm not expecting them to make the perfect reads or be some great running back. They've only been playing running back for, you know, a month. So I'm not expecting them to go out there and just do all these crazy these crazy things, but I'm expecting them to do the little things as far as making sure they have the correct track, making sure they're reading the right reads on zone runs and our uh, duo runs. So that's what I'm expecting from those guys to make sure they're 100% in tracks and their reads. Squally, we wish you the best of luck against Arizona, and I'm gathering that you're okay if BYU runs for a lot of yards and doesn't have to throw the ball a ton, right? I mean, the run game's going to open up the pass game, and then once we start passing the ball, they're going to have to drop back, and then we're going to run the ball some more. So... It's going to be – I'm excited, man. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, that if it, if it goes like that, then things are going well for BYU. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks, Squally. Thank you. Squally Canada, one-on-one all-access. It is game day eve, and I think that the BYU running game headlined by Mr. Canada and Lopini Katoa, or Zach for Squally. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to do – I think they're going to do some damage against that offense – that defensive front from Arizona. Squally Canada needs to have a good game. He averages yes. 5.9 yards per carry over his career. That That's pretty high, right? Yeah, wow. He's also the leading non-passing touchdown guy, right? So non-quarterback passing touchdowns. He has eight. So he needs to be a playmaker on this team, and he needs to come out uh, and play well. Pac-12 guy, originally at Washington State, came to BYU, has played a bunch of Pac-12 teams. Who knows if the NFL's, you know, it, right now I would say he's not like an NFL back at the moment. Yeah. But he could have a senior year that gets him on – that stage, Lopini Katoa. What role will Bo Hodge play tomorrow? Don't forget about Bo Hodge and the di- different and myriad of ways BYU could use him. Yeah, and I said yesterday, I feel like BYU will win the game if they rush for 150 yards. I just wonder if Arizona's offense is going to be putting up some too much, and too BYU good? needs to rush for 200. Like BYU, I think BYU needs to get 400 yards of total offense to win, at least. Yeah. So, so how's it going to come? It's going to go 250, 150, 200, 200. 200 rush yards is a good thing for BYU. Yeah, I, I, in any I situation, I just feel like 150 would allow BYU to hold onto the ball for a long time. Enough, enough. Yes, to be in position to win that game. Yeah, because it's yeah. not a great number. It's just good enough for BYU. Coming up, the worldwide debut of the new theme for Countdown to Kickoff. The lead singer of the National Parks, Brady Parks, will join us. I'm so stoked. I haven't seen this. Like I'm, you re- haven't. I'm I haven't shown really it to you. I'm excited to yeah. see this. And there's always one win and one loser. We've got two picks each. Going for two is back for the BYU football season. This is BYU Sports Nation. Tonight, Ronnie Jones-Perry and the ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball team host top-ranked Stanford, led by National Player of the Year Catherine Plummer at 9 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation, with today's BYU SN headlines. Uh, if you didn't notice the confetti mess all over the place at some point during today's broadcast, there's a good reason for that. We're one day away from the 2018 BYU one football day. season. Oh, the Cougars take on Arizona tomorrow night in Tucson. Coverage of the game begins with our all-access countdown to kickoff pregame show at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Cougars in the NFL had an amazing night in exhibition play. Saints quarterback Taysom Hill threw for 159 yards and a touchdown. The Ravens trio were awesome. Kainakua had a pick six. Robertson Daniel had an interception. Bronson Fusi had eight tackles and two sacks. Sheesh. And Jordan Leslie had 70 yards and a touchdown receiving for the Broncos. And Colts defensive lineman Tomasi Laulile had a sack. So fantastic. 
Ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball swept West Virginia in straight sets. Last night in the home opener, Ronnie Jones-Perry led the Cougars with 13 kills, hitting a 417 clip. BYU steps up the competition tonight with number one ranked Stanford in the Smithfield House 9 Eastern. Watch that match live on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the app. And the women's soccer team lost to top-ranked Stanford 2-0 last night. The Cougars host Idaho State Saturday, 9 Eastern, on the W.TV. Jerem, my joy is overflowing right now because we're bringing back a segment that I have missed very dearly. We call it... Know the phone? Going for two. Can you predict the future? Yes. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, some quick ground rules to remind you how this works. Jeremy no touching I, of the hair and face, and that's it. Of course. We each make two picks. <laughs> They're both worth one point. We will review these after each and every BYU football game and keep a tally of... Yes. How many we got right yes. and how many we got wrong. Jerem, oh. you're up first, my friend. BYU's first touchdown will be a passing touchdown. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They only had, uh, I think, 13. 13 last year. Yep. Okay. And number two, Khalil Tate will put up 300 or fewer yards of total offense. Okay. His first five starts last year, he put up 378. Whoa. His last three, 247. Okay. So somewhere in the middle. You think BYU has fewer. enough tape on him? To contain him and hold him under 300. That's the hope, Spencer. All right. Is that Back your, to you. Is that your moderate pick? Is that your more safe pick? Do you feel like do you feel confident in that? I don't know. Back <laughs> to you. All right. My first pick and going for two. The first team to that magical number of 16 points will win this game. I hope BYU scored 16 quickly then. Me too. Me too. The first team to 16 will win on Saturday night. And number two, BYU's first touchdown of the season will be on the ground with the rushing attack to counter your passing touchdown That's more likely contribution. when we made these picks, you did yours first. So I was like, well, I'll say passing. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's lost somewhere in the one, details. Let's just hope BYU scores a touchdown, right? So one of us will be. <laughs> well, actually, we could both be wrong if it's a defensive touchdown. Oh. Or a special teams touch. So nobody gets a point there. Right. Okay. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I love this. It's a, it's, it is us oh, we love on it record. Now. It's yeah. on record the day before the yeah. game, and then we have to face the facts on Monday when we review it. Yes, we will. Going for two, baby. Our question of the day. What will Sunday's headline about BYU football be? One Cougar fan on Instagram. No, literally, it's not just one Cougar fan. Their name There's is more than one Cougar one fan. Cougar, one Cougar fan. <laughs> In a turnaround from last year's opener, BYU shuts out Arizona 28 nothing. Is that Brian Logan's burner Instagram account? What Even Brian Logan thinks that's crazy. A shout-out against Khalil Tate and Arizona. Yeah, yeah B-Lo thinks that's nuts. Okay, that, that, that tells you where that one's That's at. next level. Coming up. Elijah Bryant signs a contract to play in Israel. They saved him a seat. Okay. And Brady Parks, the lead singer of the National Parks, is here to debut their brand-new music video exclusively on BYU Sports Nation. He hasn't seen it either. He's going to watch it with us. We'll do it together, man. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The only place to watch the Cougars warm up before a game is Countdown to Kickoff on BYU TV. Join us tomorrow night, 930 Eastern, for the season opener at Arizona, live on BYU TV and the app. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. And we do so with our question of the day. What will Sunday's headline about BYU football be? Andrew Garrett, contributing on Facebook. 
Oh, Canada. Squally goes off in his senior year debut. It'd be nice if he went 100-plus, man. The UNLV game was a taste of what he can do. And then he ran well in the first half against Hawaii. Before getting injured. Uh Uh-huh. Had to leave the game early, but yeah. Yeah, he left the season last year, albeit against lower competition, but on on a high. 213 versus UNLV, 113 versus Hawaii. It's great. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully that confidence, to some, at least to some degree, carries over behind that offensive line. You can join the conversation 24-7 on social media by using the hashtag BYUSN. It is now our privilege to debut a brand new music video, Jerem. And I know you have had a heavy hand in putting this together with a fantastic well, band. I'm the, just one piece in the The game. National Parks. A shout out to Michael Miner. So many people played a huge role in putting together something that turned out really nice. We hope it turned out nice. I think it did. <laughs> I, I helped edit it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shall, shall we debut this thing? Should we do it? Sure. All right. Let's do it. The National Parks. I can feel it. Brand new music video right now on BYU Sports Nation.
I can feel it by the national parks. And we are joined now by the man who is the lead vocalist and lead guitar, Brady Parks. Brady, up, that was Brady? fantastic. Welcome to Studio B. Thanks for having us, or having me, I guess. This is, this is awesome. That video blew my mind. You haven't seen that either. That's first you, time. You've watched it the first time. What did you think? You happy? I'm blown away. I loved it. Yeah, super uh, exciting and just, yeah, it was great. Loved it. So I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, there's a whole team of people. I, I'm the line producer of that show, so I'm stoked that that's our new theme. So what, what was it like when we first talked to you, and I know Michael Miner has been heavily involved in everything, of course, the boss, um, that, hey, can your band write the theme song and play this? What was, what was that experience like for you? Uh, kind of a dream come true for me. I grew up uh, you know, playing sports and being a huge BYU fan, wanting to play BYU sports, um, and then ended up making music. And so this is, I guess, as close as I get to BYU sports. Um, and so it was kind of a dream come true for me to be involved in this way and to be able to come up with the theme song like this. How did you come up with the name yeah. and the lyrics for this? I can feel it. So I just kind of started experimenting with lots of different lyrics until uh, I found something that really fit, and I, uh, the I Can Feel It just popped out to me early on and kind of became the whole theme for the rest of the lyrics, and it fell into place after that. Now, before I forget, is the mos- mustache that you're currently rocking, was, it, was that uh, inspired by BYU football to any degree? Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the offensive staff yeah. you're like, I'm in too. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't not have it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's game All right. day. It's I'm tomorrow. glad you grew it after the music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that night was really fun, too. Uh, what, what was that like playing in the Lavella Road Stadium? And the National Parks fans showed up. I mean, there, they were, came a, through. there were a lot of fans there. It was cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I've gone to so many games, and getting to play on the field was amazing uh, to a stadium, you know, and seeing that many people jumping up and down in the, in the risers was awesome. So yeah, what? And they've never heard the song either. Like, you introduced it to them. Right, first time. I think they loved it. You could see and it. And they were, like, singing along by the end of it, and I'm like, these are good people out here. These are good people. <laughs> now, not many people get to experience what it's like to be a literal rock star so do you ever get used to the the energy and and the excitement that comes from that how how do you process all that mentally yeah i mean i think there's a lot of ups and downs that come with being in a band uh but like as you could see from that show like that's where the ups come from getting to be on a stage in front of that many people with that kind of energy uh is just super exciting and kind of fuels uh the desire to keep making music yeah, we're, and we're keep talking going. thousands of people. Right. That was so cool. And, and you played the rooftop concert series in Provo, and there were like 10,000 people there. Yeah. That was incredible. And, yeah. and you were with Studio C and our crew last week in uh, New York City, and that'll air in a couple weeks on BOTV. What was that like? You were the house band for that. It was awesome. Uh, we haven't done something like that before. Um, and at one point, we were too busy like laughing too hard at one of Studio C's sketches that we forgot to come in when we were supposed to. <laughs> um, but it was amazing. They're hilarious. <laughs> so it was That's great. Awesome. That's now, awesome. correct me if I'm wrong, you, you play in the band with your wife, right? Correct, yeah. How does that relationship work? Uh, tor- I was told not to torn. work with your spouse, you know? <laughs> it, it's been amazing. Uh, she's the best, and uh, yeah, we, we get along so great that uh, being around each other that much is awesome. Did you meet through music? We met in the band, actually. Um, and I will say that 
it wasn't always pleasant. We broke up like 50 times, probably. She always broke up with me. So, and the whole band knew about it. And, uh, but it worked out. So that's awesome. And, yeah. and uh, go ahead and just name your other band members. Make sure they get a little credit. Yeah, there. Cam Branley on the drums. Uh, he shreds it. And then Sydney uh, McFarland on the keys and vocals. She's incredible. So talented. And your wife's. Megan Parks. Megan. Yeah, okay. shredding the violin. You're the Parks. Yes. The National yes. Parks. Yes. Check out their music. It's, it's really It's hard good. to shred the violin, but I think she qualifies. She oh, does she's it, fantastic. Yeah. And I can validate that Brady's an athlete. I played pickup with Brady, like, what, five or six years ago? Yeah. Got an excellent jump shot. Oh, I appreciate excellent that. Back shot. at you, man. Especially from the elbow. You just come in, boom. <laughs> Rise and fire. Awesome. Okay. Uh, before we go, I know a lot of people are interested in how they can get more of the National Parks and, and what's uh, next for you. So kind of give us an update on, on the tour that you're going on and, and how people can get involved with your band. Yeah, uh, we're hitting the road. We're going to uh, the Northwest coming up soon. Uh, we have another Utah show, probably our last of the year, um, on the 22nd of September, Antelope Island. And uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you can find music. So you can watch BYU beat McNeese State on the 22nd and then go watch the National Park. Okay. And Boom. watch it live on BYU TV. A full so, day. D- double, uh, a full day. Yeah, a full <laughs> day. Well, thanks. This song's awesome. I'm stoked that we're going to use it for a couple of years here. And uh, appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having us be a part of it. Super happy to Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. You bet. Should we give Brady some karma Let's for give his him some karma tour? for the uh, we BYU give Sports like good luck. karma? Yeah. So I'll gonna, take it. You're going to play even better <laughs> on the road now. Yeah, exactly. Thanks yes. A man yeah, that can survive guys. 50 breakups can survive any. <laughs> yeah, okay. true that. Okay. <laughs> really cool stuff. Thanks, Brady. Hey, thank you, guys. Coming up, a huge night for the Cougars in the NFL, in case you missed it. And Elijah Bryant finds a home. In Israel. Details about that. This is BYU like, Sports like he didn't Nation. buy a house. We're telling you he's on a team. Shout out to today's guests, Squally Canada and Brady Parks of the band The National Parks. You just saw for the first time in the worldwide debut on TV of I Can Feel It. Love it. Brand new music video exclusive to BYU TV and Countdown to Kickoff. Now, if you missed any of the show... Download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com to view full episodes. Sorry, not sorry to Dennis Pitta. We ran out of time. Let's whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. It's game day eve, as you can see or you heard of the confetti in Studio B. Cougars leave today at 1.30 local time for Tucson. BYU Radio's pregame coverage starts at 8.45 Eastern time, while BYU TV's Countdown to Kickoffs live at 9.30 Eastern with a game on ESPN and BYU Radio at 10.45 Eastern time. Cougars in the NFL. Yeah, this bunch had an amazing night in exhibition play for their respective teams. Saints quarterback Taysom Hill threw for 159 yards and a touchdown, as well as 31 rushing yards on three carries. The Ravens trio were awesome. Kainakua had a pick six. Robertson Daniel had an interception. Bronson Kafusi had eight tackles, including two sacks, and Jordan Leslie. 70 yards receiving, a touchdown for the Denver Broncos. And don't forget Colts defensive lineman Tomasi Laulile with a quarterback sack. Volleyball. Ninth-ranked BYU beat West Virginia in three sets, led by Ronnie Jones-Perry's 13 kills and seven team aces. Tonight, the Cougars host number one-ranked Stanford at 9 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. That's a top-10 matchup. Do not miss yeah. that For one. a second, I thought you said 17 aces. I'm like, she had 17 aces? <laughs> no, no. No, no. Listen, Spencer. Soccer. BYU women's soccer fought hard, put Stanford on their heels for about 25 minutes in the first half, ended up losing to the top-ranked team 2-0, BYU trying to bounce back against Idaho State when they host the Bengals Saturday at 9 Eastern. You can stream that on the W.TV. Cougars overseas. Elijah Bryant signed with Israeli team Hapoel Elliott. Yeah. The winner league. 
Not the winter. The, the winner. winner. No losers. Like then. winning. No losers. Yes. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Hanneman went one for four with two runs batted in for the AAA Iowa Cubs in a loss to the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Colton Mahoney pitched two innings, gave up four hits, two earns, lost uh, as the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp fell to the Mississippi Braves in double A. <laughs> Every time I hear Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, I just can't help but smile. It's almost lunchtime. Adam Law went one for three with an RBI as the Tacoma Rainiers dropped the game to the Las Vegas 51s. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays will tee off later today in the DAP Championship Web.com Tour. Blair is currently two under par. Summerhays is three over par. Watch out for the Pelicans. Honorary Cougar Tony Finau tees off at 128 Eastern at the Dell Technologies Championship. Thanks for the reminder, Jerem. Finau was ranked fourth in the FedEx Cup going into the second round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. <laughs> Today's rise and shout goes to everyone. Everybody. Who has waited patiently, all y'all, for the college football season to return in 2018 it's off beautiful. of a 4-9 season. It's you beautiful. did it. We can flush that down the toilet officially. We have a game tomorrow. Yes. 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 Woo! Question of Go. the day. What will Sunday's headline about BYU football be? Let's get a few social media responses in here from the Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Skyler Beltran on Instagram. BYU spoils Sumlin's start for the Wildcats. That'd be nice. At Labman58, rise and shout. Cougars demolish Wildcats. Ah, yes. Our elite voice of the day. From at AaronK32 on Twitter. Driving to Arizona from Idaho right now, and my dad says, Deseret Storm. Oh, Deseret Storm. That's good. Conversation 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use hashtag BYUSN. Yes, AaronK and dad. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to who, Jerem? Kyle Morrell. Yes. One of the greats. See you tomorrow night, 930 Eastern. The season is here, baby!